This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, frailty. There are demons among us. It's like Chris always says, whoop, there it is. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess, episode 71. I'm Chris. Whoop, there it is. See you. <laughs> Chris, whoop, there it is. Chris. I'm Brett. And I'm Troy. Should know by now. Yeah. And, Chris. Uh, whoop, there it is. And yes, thank you. That's my <laughs> entrance theme. I'm like a wrestler every time I enter a room. <laughs> I'm a hype man I've hired just to follow me around with an 80s-style boombox to play that shit. Yep. On loop, just that part. Yeah, not the whole song, just the whoop there this part. <laughs> the only part anyone remembers. It's the only part you and need. You, and then you dance like Will Ferrell and Elf. <laughs> yeah. So, frailty. Yeah. Frailty. It's it's barely a horror movie, but I, I like it. It's a thriller, kind of. Yeah, like that Michael Jackson song. Vincent thriller Price narrates. Because... Weird and, the city of, and the city of Manila. Also true. There's a boxing match that occurred there. It's, Why it's, do you fly for a rabbi? Yeah. That's, you did it. Congratulations. <laughs> the fra- frailty, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Frailty. We, uh, we open up this time around. And we got a... Old Beefcake Man's. Machanahay. Yeah, that one. Beefcake Machanahay. <laughs> yes. And he's chilling up in an FBI office. Like you do? Mm-hmm. Every Tuesday. Because he's got the inside track on the God Hand Killer. Yep. He explains. And this FBI man comes in with a not happy look on his face. Yeah, old sourpuss is how I pretty much referred to him through. through Isn't his name like Captain Power or something? Powers Powers Booth. Booth. Captain Power. He gets bonus points for having a sweet name. Max Power. Yes. That's true. But don't touch it. (laughs) I know you want to. (laughs) Shut up, man. Don't tell him. You mustn't touch it. (laughs) (laughs) References. Yes. So old, uh,. Beefcake's like, hey, 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 check it out. I know who's doing all these uh, well, murders. Well, podcast is going to tell me to touch it and check it out. Yep. Oop, there it is. Well, that goes without saying, since <laughs> apparently that's that's what I'm known for. Yeah. Regarded around the world. <laughs> yeah, Podcasting, whoop, podcast. there it is, enthusiast. What's wrong with that? Christopher Allison Reynolds. I prefer to think of myself as a connoisseur. Yeah. <laughs> or connoisseur. Uh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not gonna take I'm not gonna take the con on that one. Yeah, the sewer's the right way to go. Less talking, more talking. <laughs> right, makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so old beefcake's like, okay, so I think probably that my brother is this guy you're looking for, and the FBI guy's like, what? FBI man, and he's like, nah, really. Let me uh, let me tell you a little story 
about things that happened in 1979. <laughs> when, he, when he bought his first real six string down at the five and dime. Yes. yes. Actually happened in the movie. I think of that Smashed Pumpkin song. Mm. Also true. I think of nothing. Never do. No. Usually. Ever. Numbers are meaningless. You're meaningless. Oh, but we're treated to a lovely that musical number. Because we have to have musicals in all our horror movies, apparently. I'm sorry, Chris. You're not meaningless. I wasn't listening to you. Good. <laughs> yeah. Because he's got that joy, 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 joy down in his heart. Read his book! Where? In down in his heart. In the book. So, what? You don't get the joke. You never oh, get no, the I got joke. the joke. Uh, I got the joke. <laughs> I joked on the joke. So, we get to see uh, Young's Beefcake and his brother... Younger brother, because I'm not even trying today, boys. <laughs> yeah, today. And they're uh, scampering through the local rose garden, like you do, on their way home. It's a simple life. Yeah, it's kind of like idealized, too. Like, they're like, How's, how was school, son? School was great, Dad. Gee whiz, Pop, it was great. Although I did like on the TV, they basically had like 1979's version of the Crocodile Hunter going on. Yeah, that was a weird show. <laughs> this is how you get ate by a crocodile. The rope has come <laughs> off, and now you're eaten. I was kind of curious as to what happened next. Sorry, but eaten. Movie didn't find that to be important. No. No. Kind of fucked up for a movie called Crocodiles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sh- sure. And we, we learn a few things about the family, get a little background, you know. It's just... Mom's dad. Yep, just dad and the kids. Dad works a lot in some other place. And the one kid still stepped up to be other dad, Mom. Well, I mean, he works, on, he works on the planet Jupiter, so, I mean, that's quite the commute. That is a haul, man, you know. I didn't know that space travel was so uh, Jupiter's past west. It is <laughs> way past west. You gotta keep going way past west to get to Jupiter. Jupiter, I think I said. Oh, Jupiter. <laughs> Jupiter. Jupiter. <laughs> Sounds better com- when I say it. I was like, is that a computer that, that, that works at bank? That, that, like, Quit pushing it into in your eyes and read your book. Big, big transaction. Stop looking mad for a yeah. second, Chris. It, it, uh, it says oive a lot. Right. It was sugar. No plots. <laughs> That's why Woody Allen writes all of his drafts is on a Jupiter. <laughs> yep. He he's he's a weird dude. Thanks. Yep. You married his daughter wife, so that's cool yep. on him. Yeah. Topical. Topical, yeah. I- anyway. Mm-hmm. So while mm-hmm. whilst the kids are sleeping one night, old uh Bill Pullman comes in. Ron Praxton. Bill Praxton comes in. Right. Bill Pullman's the other one. Rob Praxton is Bill Pullman. Oh, right, right. Stan you got to carry the though. one, I forgot. <laughs> he comes in, he's like, Game over, kids! Game over! <laughs> Ron Praxton. Yeah. So he wakes him up, he's like, Guys, I don't want to startle you in the middle of the night. Nothing's wrong, but the angels came out of my sports ball trophy. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was a trophy for angeling. 
Yeah, that was it. Was a very ambiguous trophy. Angeling ball. I, I'm hoping it was a bowling trophy. Honestly, I think that would be the best. Long and short, trophy says that we got to kill demons. He was in Twister. Okay, thank you for that. So the trophy tells him he's going to get three special weapons in order to if you I know had a nickel. kill the demons. Because end times are now, fellas. Yeah, right we're now. Fight, we're fighting Armageddon right, right now. now. So he's like, yep, what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to kill demons. So um, go back to sleep. <laughs> also, don't tell anyone. or Somebody's going to die, probably. You'll be a demon if you tell them. And the next day, they go off to school. Nobody's talking about it. So uh, Until the very end, he's like, eh, don't tell them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have fun at school, kids. Don't tell them about our... They're killing people. Yeah, that's that's our secret. Yep. And as uh, as Bill Pullman's on his way to Jupiter... Ron Praxton! As Ron Perlman's on his way to Jupiter... Thank you! He uh, happens to see a magical shed. Yes, with the, the light shining down from the heavens onto it. And that's where he finds Otis, his killing axe. Yeah. Uh, I love Otis so much. I'm a big fan of Otis. I like Otis. Yeah. I was like, I love that just Otis carved in the axe for no discernible reason. Except that's its name. Or it's the name of the person who actually owns it. I don't know. There's also a pair of gloves there, too, on the, uh, the chop and stump. The old yep. chop and stump. And Pops brings him home, and he's like, hey, guys, look what I got. I got this axe, which is pretty clear what we're going to do with it. <laughs> and I got these gloves, which I assume is so I don't touch them directly until later when I touch them, and then I see the demons. Because it's okay to see the demons after you touch them. And older kid's like, Dad, I got to be on the level. Maybe something's wrong with your brain parts or something? Uh, 100% <laughs> yeah. with all this killing. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, Fenton who is uh, Matthew McConaughey's character is just so skeptical throughout this movie and I love it because he's just like um demons aren't real you're you're a nut job dad uh, I don't maybe, listen to trophies or maybe the you under- should get some help <laughs> now the underneath of a car when that talks to you it talks to you no no he got he got a message of God via the car's transmission get it mm-hmm. transmission also for the record that dude with the angle grinder was not being that very was safe. Fucking sweet. Yeah, he was. He was trying to catch his hair on fire. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Dude is just grinding away for 46 solid Whenever minutes. Whenever he was grinding, he was holding down with his foot on the ground three inches away from Ron Praxton's head. But the transmission lets him know that now he has his kill list. Oh. Not to be confused with that movie that I was too drunk to recall correctly. Man, we did you puked once. after that. I did. Covered up with rock. <laughs> The movie was so bad, Chris puked afterwards. No, no, it was no. mostly the liquor. Yeah, I was too drunk to actually tell you what I thought about the movie. He's like, you know what I got? Yeah, yeah, I had that experience with Anaconda. It was a bad movie, and I got too drunk, and I puked afterwards. I still blame the movie. Damn you, Ice Cube! <laughs> John Voight! Never again. Hey, Lyle, let's not... Stop being mean to John Foyt. He's a little scary. He do be scary. Mission Impossible. Also, he conceived Angelina Jolie, so for that, we must thank him. That's true. True fact. 
Factual statement. Verified. Read your book. So. Illuminati confirmed. He sits everybody down and he's like, alright guys, I've now got the uh, demon slaying pipe, the pipe of smiting, yes. and a list. The pipe of knocking the fuck out. <laughs> and he's like, so, uh, I don't know when, but, but when the, the angels give the go-ahead, what we're going to do is we're going to, you know, they don't say kill. They don't kill. No, they destroy demons. Yeah, because killing would be bad. Destroying is yes. okay. Yeah. Yep. You know, I tried to tell them that, and they were like, what? Mm, yeah. Did you explain to them how you had the angle grinder transmission vision? I don't even remember who I told. Mm. <laughs> well, that's reasonable. You just shout that at the, people. They all look the same to bread. Like all of humanity looks the same to bread. Yep. That's racist. They're all a bunch of teeth and eyes, man. You know. <laughs> That's actually racist. Yeah, nah. So, uh, pops uh shows up one night, Wrong super plan. excited, and he's got himself a little present for everybody. Guys, look what I brought home for you. A beaten woman. Hooray! (laughs) No, not like that. Boo. No, no, not that. Quick, let's put her in the shed. Because she's a (laughs) demon. Yes. And then he's like, okay, so here's what happens. I beat a person with a pipe. (laughs) I drag him home. Which, if we learned anything from the human centipede 2, hitting with a blunt object is the same as anesthetic. Yeah, it's a medical pipe. It's God's pipe. It is God's pipe. Yikes. He works it's through where, the pipe. Yep, it's where he smokes all of his weed. Yeah, he's super pissed because now, now Ron Perlman has it. Damn it, Ron Perlman. And he can't smoke no more than weed. Him I think God's Ron got Prax the best got weed. But it does explain why when you hit people with it, they just fall unconscious. Yeah, they're just super stoned instantly. They're like, whoa, man. God's got some <laughs> wild shit. Yeah, dude. Nothing but sticky old- purple hairs and visible crystals on that shit. <laughs> It's it's the ultimate contact. I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, I've seen plenty of movies. I've watched uh, Chech and Chong before. I like, hit... I, I like a good Chech Chong. And that, that, that movie about brownies, Half-Baked? The Great yeah. Dead? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Again, you're knocking it out the park. So they uh, they now have this woman... And, um, old Ron Paxton, Praxton, Praxton, whatever, touches her and then has some kind of seizure fit, (laughs) which apparently is him seeing the demon in her, but it's not really the demon. You just see the bad stuff they did, I guess. Well, not even that. Like, all you see is just, is, uh, Ron Praxton just, like, twitching. Praxton! Is that what I said? Yeah. What I said. What are you yelling? Okay. <laughs> I just like to yell. Jesus. It's the, it's, I'm so loud there's an echo, and my echo sounds like Brett. That's but what happens. If, but if I was a duck, there would be no echo. Weird. It's true, ducks don't have echoes. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, he just twitches. Like, we don't see any visions or anything. It's just he has a seizure when he touches her. Or a very violent orgasm. I'm not sure which. Yeah, it could go either way. Because I know that's what I look like when I achieve climax. Yeah. <laughs> you, look like, you look like Bill Paxton. 
Yeah. <laughs> Practicing. It's super unpleasant. For... Your, your face just changes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It scared the hell out of my wife the first time. She's like, no, no, Paxton, what the fuck? And I'm like, no, honey, no, honey, it's me. It's a genetic thing. I don't know. I don't know. I can't explain it. Doctors are confused. <laughs> Thank God she has an inappropriate Bill Paxton fetish or this marriage never would have worked. Finally paid off. <laughs> Worst O-face ever. Yeah, but it's handy. I've gotten to several uh, <laughs> really nice events that I wouldn't have been able to. I'm a Hollywood insider when I need to be. Insider? For like three seconds. Yeah. Kills. I'm just like, oh, real quick, I'm going pack so I gotta get in here. <laughs> and they're like, why is your fly open? I'm like, shut up! <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, this shit went off the rails quick. <laughs> uh oh. Oh fuck, we broke Troy. It's okay. He'll get back. He'll get better. He always does. Breathe, Troy. Breathe. <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, so they kill this poor lady, and then. Oh. Oh, which is a fantastic kind of like Hitchcockian shot on Fenton's face when they do that. Though is kind of cool, just to like get a little film nerdy on you for a second. Uh, yeah, I will have yeah. to give props to uh, Bill Paxton for his directorial debut here. Yeah, there's some pretty cool shots. You're yeah, a cool shot. Yeah, that shot and there's another shot later that's very Hitchcockian, but I'll mention that one later as well. So they uh they chop her up and put her in garbage bags and like bury her in the rose garden. Yes, because it has to be done a certain way. The angels were very specific. Yeah, we don't know what happens if they don't, but it has to be done that way. And needless to say, old Fenton, he's not on board with this. Little brother, fucking on it. Doesn't yep. even give a shit. Doesn't even phase him. Hot on the streets. He even claims to have seen the visions that his dad saw when he was twitching. So, uh, next up, we got, um, probable kid diddler. <laughs> he looks like oh, the yeah. kind of guy that would diddle it. Yeah, kid. one of them creepsters. Yeah. yeah. And this is when, um, Ron Pullman lets everybody know that, hey, we can just abduct a guy in broad daylight and it's fine because God will protect us. He'll shield us. That that and there's like moments when people can just disappear and no one would ever see like everyone has moments in their life where they could just disappear and no one would know what happened to them which is creepy because it's true yeah <laughs> yeah that do be true that's called them disappeared people in my basement yeah i don't have a basement the ones that you destroyed They're in the garage yeah you didn't kill anybody you destroyed them be quiet you're doing god's work read your book so they uh they uh, get this guy outside of Bob's Discount Warehouse or something. <laughs> and Fenton's still not super on board with this. Nope. They get him. Uh, they get him. They do their business. Fenton. Uh, Fenton's rebelling, though. He's like, hey, hey, I'm not having this. His dad gets real mad at him. And he's like, that's it. Dig me a 15 by 15 foot hole that's 10 feet deep. You're on punishment. Yep. I'll dig! And he does. Although, 
I love though when his little brother comes out and gives him like a glass of water, and then he's like, and, and says something to him, and Fenton throws dirt at him. He's like, little kid just yells butthole and runs away. Yeah, <laughs> just like Chris. Just like, such like such a thing a little brother would do. It, it's even funnier because that little kid looks like my little brother did when he was that age. So. I was like, oh, man, if only I had memories of digging 15 by 15 by 10 foot holes, this movie would be incredibly nostalgic for me. <laughs> yeah, and his dad says, hey, why don't you pray while you're doing it? But Fenton's like, nah, I ain't doing that. None for me, thanks. I'm driving. <laughs> but yet he still digs the hole. He's victorious in hole digging. <laughs> they now have themselves their very own... Uh... Murder dungeon. Ah, not Murder. Destruction. Actually, destruction dungeon. Yeah, destruction cellar. Yes. Destruction hole. Just like this. They, uh... Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. That's what I say all the time. It's a catchphrase. I have it tattooed on my chest in old English letters. Three different places. Yep. Oldie English language. Exactly. Letters. When he goes to ye oldie yogurt shoppy. It's true. It's just hot milk. <laughs> they didn't know how to make yogurt back then. <laughs> it's just boiled milk. It's a pretty razor milk, though. It's razor as fuck. <laughs> razor as fuck. <laughs> so, uh, what she likes to do, old, uh, Dad Pullman shows up, and he's like, Hey, I got another guy down in the destruction cellar. Let's go, uh, you know. Destroy him. Destroy him, because he's a demon or whatever. And this time Fenton's had enough. And he's like, nope! And he fucking straight up just fucking nopes the fuck out of there. Runs off to the sheriff, who apparently lives next door to the sheriff's office, handily enough. Yeah, which doesn't surprise me in a small town. And he's like, hey, yo, sheriff, my dad be killing people and burying their corpsey bits all up in the uh, rose uh, garden there. And he's like, boy! Because that's what everybody calls this kid. Boy! Don't be talking like that about your father. He's what? like, nah, for real. Totally. And the sheriff's like, okay, I'll let's, show you let's go see. And then he takes him home. And the sheriff's like, nah, I was playing, dude. Get in there. Like, let's talk to your dad. Talks to his dad. And seems like old old dad Paxton's like got him pretty convinced that he's not murdering people. And old, uh, what's his head? Fenton McConaughey's like, hey, <laughs> hey. Let's go look in the destruction dungeon where he, you know, does the murders. I bet that'll change it. So they go down to check it out. Ain't nothing down there, though. And the sheriff guy's like, dude, come on. I was trying to go fishing and shit. This you is... got me down here looking at a hole. But old Dad Paxton jacks him with old Otis on the way up. Yep. Very upset with young Fenton at this point. He made him kill Just... a person. Yep, he actually had to kill someone instead of destroying a demon. Unheard of. Yeah, and he lets them know that, hey, look, they said that you were a demon, buddy, and I don't want to have to murder my own kid. But if I have to, I will destroy you. Yes. So, so they end up having to bury the old sheriff in the Rose Garden. And then he uh, takes Fenton and he's like, come here to the shed, we have to have a little talk about how I had to kill a sheriff. Oh, there's a yeah. There's a good shot though when he takes out the window, the the dead fish taking out the demon. Where, where Fenton just kind of steps backwards into the shadow, and his face just 
disappears into the darkness. Oh, so good. It's the little have, things in this. Yeah, yeah. The oh, yeah, I love I love the little touches like that. <laughs> little touches. I can't even think of enough jokes. <laughs> I think you can think of plenty. <laughs> but are they enough? It's Chris. No. You're not allowed to talk about it. So Dad Perlman Praxton locks old Fenton down in the the kill dungeon and he's like, Hey, you stay down here till God tells you how what we're doing's cool and we're pals again. Cause that's gonna help probably. Yeah, and like and nails the door shut so there's no fucking way he's getting out. He's allowed to have a glass of water a day, he's not a monster. Yeah, which which the little kid has to pour through like a not open knot hole in the boards. Perfect, perfect, just like Chris. So a weekend, old pops comes back and he's like, "Hey, so still uh, still against this whole killing people, chopping them up and burying them in the rose garden, destroying demons." Sorry, sorry, destroying demons and chopping them up. And he's like, yeah, still still pretty much against that. There is no God, he says. And he says, well, I guess I'll just have to keep you down here until you have yourself one of them God visions. And he does for an undisclosed amount of time. Well, yeah, I mean, if you get starved enough and sit in the dark, eventually you're going to see something. Maybe it's God. Maybe it's a trophy. And finally... Maybe it's, maybe it's Cthulhu. Oh, that'd be cool. Both. I wouldn't mind hanging out with Cthulhu, chilling for a while. For a day. Like on that South Park episode with Cartman? Yes. That shit was funny. Cartman is Cthulhu. That would not surprise me. It's great. It's an adorable little musical number. Yep. I know. Do you? I know. All right. So now, Dad Pullman comes out, and he's like, hey, hey, uh uh-oh. Looks like I might have killed my kid by locking him in this cellar for several weeks with no food. But nope, turns out he had himself one of them one of them god visions. He finally, just some water rubbed on his lips. Yeah, and then he eats a TV dinner, and Dad is brimming with pride because he ate that dinner. And he's like, "Hey, I got you your very own gloves to wear, which apparently weren't sent by the angels, but purchased at the hardware store." Ace, sure. It is the place. And he's like, well, congratulations. Now you can come with me and we can go out and you can help me get the next one. Hooray! Woo! And this guy, they roll up outside of this dude's house. He's a, he's kind of a shitbag. Yeah. Yeah, he's a total shitbag. <laughs> Our introduction to him is uh, they knock on the door and the ruse here is that they need a tire iron. And his wife's like, who's that? Or whatever. Wife, girlfriend, I don't know their domestic relationship. His his wife friend. And he's all like, shut your mouth, bitch! And you're like, cool. At least this guy's gonna get murdered all the way till he's dead. Yep. Kinda deserves it. So he takes him out to his weird shed. Because everybody's got a weird shed in this. Yep. It is Texas. Everybody has sheds in Texas. I'm pretty sure it's mandatory. State law. You have to have a shed to have gun at all times. But the but gun a big can't shed, be in the shed. Yeah, but a big shed and a big handgun because everything's bigger in Texas. So I've heard. It is. Oh, 
Confirmed. Confirmed. True facts. Even the Illuminati is bigger in Texas. How's that possible? I know too much. Magic. So, regardless of Texas. Irregardless. Yes, also that. They head out to get the tire iron. Wink. And old, uh, old Fenton knocks over a thing, which makes him look at his dad for some reason, who's getting ready to hit him with his plus three pipe of smiting. <laughs> it's upgraded over time. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, manages to get the jump on old Dad Paxton, smacks him with the tire iron, but then old Fenton, Paxton, please. Old Fenton comes up and whacks him. They manage to subdue him and take him back down, you know, to the shed. To the hole. The murder dungeon kill. Under the shed. And old old Dad Praxton's like, all right, this is yours, buddy. Take Otis. You do it this time. You've earned it. But Fenton has other ideas. And the kids are like, wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Kill my dad! Yep. Destroy. And the whole time, I noticed this part. I like the way that Fenton was standing there with the axe kind of in the back of the shot. Because he was looking pretty weird. He do be looking weird. He's a creepy looking kid. Yeah, sorry, we uh, we had some moist internet there for a while. Yeah, my internet got a little wet, and now it doesn't work right. <laughs> so I, I had to wait for it, wait for it. Well, and then, and then he kills he kills his dad. Yes, because his dad's fucking murdering people. There's only one way to stop him. With right. Otis to the chest. Boom. And then he whispers something to his little brother. I don't know what. I couldn't hear it. Nope. Yes, it was Thank you. Rosebud. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> and old, uh, old Fenton's like, all right, guy that we probably should kill because you really are a shitbag. He pulls the tape that they had to keep him quiet off and he starts yelling because old little brother runs up and axes him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, I like he destroyed that, that fucking demon. Destroyed the hell out of him. And as they're burying uh, everybody in the Rose Garden, <laughs> everybody, they make a pact that when Little Brother comes to destroy Big Brother for being a demon, he'll bury him in the Rose Garden. With everybody? Everybody. Er- and the whole time, this is just being recounted to the FBI men from earlier. Yes. And the FBI men's like, wait, what? I thought you said your brother was the God Hand guy. What a twist! And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's totally him. I'm the guy who destroys demons. I'm not <laughs> yes. some crazy, psychotic, lunatic murderer. No, 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 I'm, I've given a, been given a mission by God. And it turns out, old FBI man, he's not without his share of improprieties. He killed his nope. mom because of reasons. Yep. Yeah, there's like... Six of them. For like... Yeah, just stabbed her a whole bunch. That's all we know. We don't know why. Just stabbed her a whole bunch. Yeah, she was working on laundry. Maybe that upset him. An FBI man has been thrown into a shallow grave in the Rose Garden. An FBI man's like, hey, McConaughey, they're going to know, man. Like, they saw you. You walked in there. You're on camera. I'm an FBI man. And he's like, eh, nah, I think everything's going to be all right, buddy. God's got my back. And then, turns out, maybe God does have his back. Maybe they are demons. 
Because cause everything's... All the security footage is all blurred up. It doesn't work right. Hmm. The people who saw him can't remember what he looks like. Hmm. Then we're treated to seeing what he saw when his dad would touch him. And he sees all the bad stuff they did. Like the nurse lady killed a guy, I think. Like cut the dude and she was in bed with his throat? Yeah. Kid diddler? Totally diddling kids. Kid diddling. And then kills him. Kid diddling. Oh, cool. I'm glad we have a short... Cut for that. He did it, not me. You're a shortcut. Thank you. And it turns out that old McConaughey, this is all part of his master plan to make it look like his brother was doing it so they leave him alone. So he can, you know, protect us all. Keep doing God's work. Because the uh, the FBI man's old sourpuss was on his list as well. Max Power? Yep. Yes. And then we got kind of. A little epilogue kind of scene where uh, another one of the FBI men goes out to find old uh, little brother, turns out. But he's the sheriff in these parts. The sheriff? Yeah. Which there is another good Hitchcock shot here where they kind of, you know, they, they zoom in on the guy's face and then pull the camera backwards. So, the, you know, his face stays like in the same spot, but the background kind of just pulls away real quick. It broke his universe. Yeah, it was great. Because he didn't recognize him. Because God said, hey, you shouldn't remember this dude. He's doing my work. And he said, hey, dude, just thought you should know. Uh, turns out your brother was some kind of crazy murderer or something. And he's like, oh, how frightful. I had no idea. Oh, my. Let's go discuss this. Behind the shed in the hole. And, <laughs> and the FBI man goes to leave and shakes his hand. And McConaughey's like, hey, you know what, buddy? You're a good guy. Yeah, which is great, because I also love that shot of the of the SBI guy's face here, because to the left of his head, it says Greyhound on the sign, and to the right of his head, it says Meat. So it says Greyhound Meat. Whoa, man, where at? <laughs> this guy's head. They got that McDonald's? Oh, it's delicious. Yeah. Better it's that, that Chinese festival that's been in the news lately where they, you know, kill 10,000 dogs or something. Also delicious. And um, McConaughey's free to save us all from demons. Or kill them all from demons. Destroy all the demons. And that is uh, more or less frailty. frailty. Good job. Boner jinx. Uh-huh. That was an intentional boner jinx, though. Yeah, I know. They count. all are. They all are. <laughs> Why don't you start off, Brett? What do you oh, think? Okay, I liked it. I liked Frailty. It was good. It was more than 90 minutes long, and I'm not bitching about it. That's true. <laughs> it says everything. Yeah. And, nope, uh, I would highly recommend it. It's not a horror movie so much like Troy said, but I would still. It's, it's really good. It's very suspenseful. It's, a, it's kind of a horrific setting, though. I mean, like, imagine your dad, since this is. We're recording this on Father's Day. Uh, you imagine your dad starts killing people, but tells you it's okay because they're demons, son. Like just like when I of, was a lad. It's kind of a horrific, like I don't know. I, I guess setting for the lack of a better term, but it's a. Uh, I I love this movie. I I've watched it many times, and I'm always pulling little things out of it. Like uh, I noticed this time around that when they first met, Matthew McConaughey did not shake power. Ha- Powers Booth's hand. 
because that would have triggered the visions. And uh, you know, it's a it's a it's a well done movie. It's a good story. Um, I like that Fenton Meeks' character. Or Fenton Meeks is just skeptical as a kid, just like this is some fucked up shit, Dad. Like, are you sure you're not mentally insane? <laughs> yeah, I, I but, like uh, the way they both like. Fenton's like, hell no, you're nuts. And the other kid's just like, nope, cool, fuck yeah, let's do it. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I like going, he's telling the story, and the, the, you know, the, the, the younger kid, Adam, who is actually McConaughey's character, and the dad are what both, a twist. are both cast, like, in this really, like, wholesome, you know, like, June Cleaver, Beaver kind of uh, light, but Fenton's always kind of, like, skeevy somehow just a little bit and uh it's it's a well done movie it's a fun story um i as i kind of like that uh he actually was god's hand at the end even though you know i i love religious horror so this kind of falls into that category for me and uh yeah watch this movie it's good yeah it's not often you see a movie where the whole premise is like yeah, this guy's nuts, and then like they switch it at the end, but it's not all like bullshit and stupid. Like makes sense. Yeah, sort of. yeah. They they built it up throughout the whole movie. Because there's little stuff that all makes it okay. Because it never, it never flat out makes it look like old Bill Paxton's just nuts. Paxton, whatever. Jesus. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement that you should give this one a go. Yeah, give you a go. All so true. Yeah. It's it's kind of like a PG horror movie, I guess, for lack of a better term. I mean, it's there's there's no real you don't see any blood. They always cut to people's reactions when they kill someone or destroy them, as the case may be. And uh, it's yeah, but I, I still count this a horror movie because it's kind of a horrific situation to be in if you were Fenton Meeks. True, and there's gratuitous hole digging. Yes, a lot of hole digging. Was just just one hole. Yeah, you know, like a twelve year old twelve year old boy in a giant hole. The hell of a hole. It is a hell of a hole. Yeah. So what's uh what do we got up next week? Rin that... and Stimpy. Yes, cool. And my birthday. Happy birthday, Troy. Troy's birthday, scary as fuck. Terrifying. Yep, I'll be a, I'll be a prime number next er, next week. Too damn scary. Time numbers are terrifying. No, we're going to watch the uh, Amityville with old Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, the 2006 one, I think it is. Five. Whatever. Is he going to use his Green Lantern ring? Yeah. Twice. <laughs> yeah, so I probably won't be on the podcast since I'll probably be celebrating my birthday, but we may have a guest, so that'll be fun. It's possible. We might have a guest. You might just have to fucking deal with me and Chris. Who knows, man? This day and age. God the Angel Destroyer. Yeah. So, uh, just just say something dumb. Go ahead and hurry Freestyle up. Freestyle rap. <laughs> Freestyle rap. Yeah. Uh, that's actually interesting. I wouldn't mind getting a Shut style up. rap question. Yeah. If if you can rap Slaughterhouse Princess into something, I'd be very, very proud of you, Brett. Like a present? Or... You can find us on Facebook because we're Slaughterhouse Princess or there's SlaughterhousePrincess.com or you can email us at SlaughterhousePrincessPodcast at gmail.com Stitcher, iTunes, Reddit, Mm -hmm. iTunes. Okay, twice? No, that's not one of them. Oh. 
iTunes is the only thing that matters, so yeah, he has to say No, it Stitcher matters. Yeah, maybe maybe a review or something on iTunes would be cool. Or Stitcher. Or Stitcher. Nobody uses yeah. Stitcher, though. Use Stitcher. It, it works better for me at work because my work is out chart blocking, blocking random websites now. So. Blacking. Blacking I, websites. I do, I do mm, blocking, blacking. Delicious. Yeah. Blacklisting and blocking. So I guess next time, come back, if you dare, for possible mystery guests. Yep, possibly not. And we're not saying this because we're like being dicks. We just don't fucking know because this show is not well managed. (laughs) But there will be a haunted house, so that's fun. This house is scary as fuck. No, not this house in the movie. You're a house. It's it's based on an entirely true story, which was made entirely up. Chris is a true story that was made up. Hey, it's a true story in the sense that somebody actually made it up. Yes. Truth. Streets! Step up two. Electric boogaloo? (laughs) I said what Chris says. Everybody welcome our newest Facebook like Steve Duncan. Thanks, Thanks, Steve. Steve Dickin. Uh, Don't say it wrong. You don't even know this guy. (laughs) Steve Dickin. Oh, come on. He just liked us on Facebooks. Steve Duncan. Thank you.